recording this podcast episode for you. It's full of magic and synchronicities. So please enjoy listening. I'm Little Grasshopper. Welcome to my podcast. Where do you want to start? Don't know, Bernie. Let's um you choose a topic, I guess. You have so many synchronicity stories. I think that would be a good topic. Um, synchronicities. You see, I don't know what to start. Uh, well, in general, it's um, all about people, situations, books, and that come your way. Um, the further along the line, you realize, wow, this, this, this was meant to be, it was meant to happen. I was meant to meet this this person. I was meant to be in this place. I was meant to read this book. Um, from those, I have many, 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 which makes sense to me. Of course, maybe if I tell a story, make 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 not sound like so interesting or or like pff, not even look like a synchronicity. But it just it just I think it it makes just sense for for each person individually. So I don't know which one. I mean, the, the latest one is this thing about about this this specific book that you know about that I was I was sort of signaled to reread a book that I read basically within the first year when I when I came to Germany and uh, and like twenty five years after that this this book showed up in front of my desk. <laughs> um, so I, I reread the book and then uh, I realized um, the story in the book was pretty much the story, the story of my life somehow in terms of places, characters that have shown up in my life, spirituality in general, and things that did not make sense back in the day and makes total sense now. Um, the funny thing is that this specific book, it doesn't, it, it's not about the book. It's about the book in relation to me and my stories. It's not that people now would read this specific book and would make any sense to anybody. You know, this is what I, what I meant when I said that synchronicities are also a very individual thing. Yes, they are. So what may sound like an incredible synchronicity to you may sound like a very casual and absolutely useless and senseless thing to other person. So it's a very, yeah, tricky thing. But this, this specific book, um, you know, from the beginning, it was published on the month and year 
that was March 98. Um, that was the first month that I that I did not have a job. That, at that time, I was in uh, I was in Spain, still thinking about living in Spain and starting this journey. And uh, and that month was um, basically the moment when everything started. I decided to quit my job. I decided that I was leaving the country and I started to do, you know, to prepare myself, you know, to, to, to leave Spain and, and going somewhere else, which then happens to be Germany. It wasn't even planned to be Germany. It was planned to be, as you know, New Zealand. That was my, my goal and the place I wanted to go. So th this book was published exactly on that month, which also was the start of my personal journey, which I'm still in. Again, that, that for me is a synchronicity. For someone else, may mean absolutely nothing. The thing is that when I left Spain um, that summer, I, I lived in England for a while. I lived in, in, the, in the island of, of Jersey, in the Channel Islands, because my wife is, is from there. So I worked there uh, cleaning sewers and driving lorries, <laughs> doing all types of physical jobs just to survive, with nothing. And after that incredible summer, while being there, um, a job opportunity opened for my wife in Germany. We, we couldn't manage to get a, a visa for New Zealand. So already when we left Spain, we have to change our plans. Okay, we cannot go to New Zealand. So, so where? So we ended up coming to Germany and specifically to Nuremberg. Now in this book, <laughs> one of the characters, the two main characters, one is from Jersey, <laughs> Channel Islands. And the other one was born in Nuremberg. <laughs> Starting from there, those things obviously for me are more than amazing synchronicities. Um, again, for someone else may mean absolutely nothing. And anyway, in this book, the whole description of, of why, why, why Nuremberg is important, the whole magical story about Nuremberg is described there. Uh, I will tell you another another anecdote later. But anyway, apart from that, um, the, the certain number of different trips and situations in the plot of this book, there were trips and situations that I went through um, years after I, I landed here in, in Germany. Exactly the same places, exactly the same situations. Even characters like, like Odin shows up in this book. Uh, Odin, yes, the Viking, who was nothing, nothing to me until obviously I was informed by, by Cornelius, our common friend, that is uh, meant to be one of, one of my guides. Um, Tesla is in the book. And many, 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 many other things that back in the day would not make any sense to me. Like, okay, this is... But then again, 20 odd um, years after that, when I reread the book, it was a very specific description of, of people, places, situations, characters that are current in my life right now.
up to today. It was like a it was like a plot of 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 a film that has been my life for the fast uh, for the last twenty five years. That is amazing. Quite quite amazing. Quite amazing. It is amazing, and it's hard to relate to other people's story, but I know the feeling of synchronicities because they are very very personal. Sometimes one or more people can share synchronicities but most often it's just one for one person that and when you feel it when you're in this synchronicity moment it's just this wow this overwhelming wow feeling totally totally yeah. i mean and um there are these these um synchronicities that okay they are like a piece of information that you, you experience them like oh um this is a what a coincidence yeah you feel like them like a, okay this is a funny coincidence and that's it and but some of the times there's a physical there's a physical experience to it there is a um as if you suddenly i don't know as as if the world stops for a second when you put yourself in a certain place all these so-called deja vus moments that again we've got a name them yeah we call them deja vus there is a psychological explanation to them yeah but when they happen uh those explanations do not do not explain <laughs> what you really feel like no really really i've been here before you know it's, it's not just a game of my mind or i have experienced these situations or i've dreamed this um Again, this is very difficult to explain. Very difficult to explain. You have to experience that. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, um, let me tell you about this, this thing about Nuremberg, you know, how funny it is. In this book, it was explained why Nuremberg is called Nuremberg. And there are different theories, but one is very interesting is, is Nuremberg comes from the the Nornenberg which is the mountains of the Nornen the Nornen or the Norns are these um three mythological characters of the Viking sagas they are like three types of angel-like women who represents the past the present and the future and um, for those who might not know who the Norns are, basically they, for every person, they're supposed to, to, to create in a threat of, uh, of runes, the past, the present and the future of each person. Anyway, this is... It's like they're weaving the destiny of everyone. Correct, correct. They're weaving the destiny of, of each one of us. Yes. Uh, I had never heard about the Norns, no clue about Vikings, very little clue about runes. It was just like, okay, this sounds very interesting. <clears throat> and that's it. Then what happened is that when I arrived in Nuremberg, I, we ended up, me and my wife, we ended up in these tiny little flats just inside the walls in the in an inner stadt in the old city and um very near to the castle very important part of the of, of this magical story about Nuremberg, the castle um 
just just in front of um of the opera house of nuremberg so from my window i had an absolutely magnificent view of the opera house and the front and the main door of the opera house and the main depiction there is a painting in, in the in this in this entrance and um the painting is are the norms is is the whole basically the whole description of of the norms of the whole mythological you know story about about them there's a massive a statue for a valkyria at the top of the opera house and yeah how funny yeah okay how interesting how cool is that absolutely did not make any sense to me other than I was living in a tiny, tiny little flat and I have this amazing view. And that was for me like, wow, how beautiful. <laughs> anyway, in this, in this book, from this story about, how, you know, trying to explain what is the magical side of, 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 of Nuremberg and the name. And, and obviously Hitler shows up and the Nazis shows up. Um, Hitler used to, used to live in a, used to rent at the beginning, then obviously he didn't need to, to rent. Used to live when coming into Nuremberg, used to live in a in a flat opposite the opera house. This flat was basically no more than 500 meters away from my flat. So I ended up pretty much living in exactly that area. So he was also, when he was there, he was also overlooking the opera house. Now, the reason behind is that there's supposed to be uh, these geomantic forces as part of all this theory of the um, axis mundi that the like these um, um, geomantic forces in the world um, that determine flows of energy and that connect certain places with certain places and um, Nuremberg is supposed to be one of these absolutely amazing and strong places with one of these autobahns of energy goes through anyway this 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 line of energy goes from the castle all the way further down um anyway i'm, I'm trying to cut this this story short the thing is that i ended up living exactly in the middle of this line and uh, i didn't know i wasn't aware of that again i read the book Back in the day, like within a year of being in Nuremberg, and I just thought, wow, what a coincidence. How funny. You know, the cactus, you know, just in Nuremberg, talking about this magical site. Wow, makes sense. It made me feel better about the fact that I ended up in this place called Nuremberg, which was absolutely coincidental for me. It was not planned. It just happened. The thing is that in the in the in the next ten years that I lived in Nuremberg, I lived in Nuremberg for for ten years. I moved three times. Um, again, absolute coincidence. I I moved within a radius of this five hundred meters. I never came out of this line of energy, and all I always live surrounding the opera house. I never was obviously aware <laughs> of that after many, many, many years after that. Again, when I reread the book and, and then I, I thought, holy shit, do you realize I, I actually never left this, this area? So again, to me, it makes sense. Like for some reason, I was attracted to this energy. I was put there 
and I never left that source of energy. Yeah, very incredible story. And that connects. There are many, many different spin-offs to this story. Do you feel that you have been placed there? 100%. What makes you feel uh, this way? Why do you feel this way? Um, look, I remember when I, when I came to Nuremberg, I had absolutely nothing. When I mean nothing, I had, I had nothing. I had no job. I had no, no university degree. I have just came from England from doing some physical jobs. Uh, I remember crossing the border um, because we drove all the way from England to, to Germany and crossing the border from France to Germany, the police stopped us. Obviously I was driving this, this rundown Spanish first model of Seat Civita. <laughs> full full of up to the top you know we looked like i don't know we were dealing something whatever and obviously the police stopped us right away and um okay you know so in the papers blah 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 and i remember this 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 policeman asked me uh what is your what's your address what is your address And uh, I did not even think about it. It was like this, this totally natural movement. I just looked back and with my hand, I just showed the policeman the back of my car. As to say, this is my address. <laughs> and in that moment, in that very moment, I realized, shit, I really don't have a place to go. This is really my house, the car I'm driving. And again, we ended up in this, in this, in this, in this flat with some someone rented for me. The you know the employer or my wife, they 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 rented that flat for us. So yes, we were act we were actually placed there. That wasn't even a place that we found ourselves. We were placed there all the time. And then and then uh, things start started to develop, and things you know I, I managed to to you know to make a living and teaching as a, as a spanish teacher and language teacher and i remember telling my wife look uh, sometimes i feel i feel like um this place owes me something and i remember making that comment this is before i was even aware of any kind of i was always aware of this magical side of this thing we call life But I wasn't like actively doing anything to develop a spirituality. I was just in awe of every time that a coincidence happened. And for me, everything was a coincidence. So I felt like, you know, there is something about this place. There's something about why we're here. And I have this feeling that this place owes me something. That this, is, this is how I, I explain myself what was happening. Again, all this makes sense to me. Obviously, may, you know, may not make sense to anyone else. It's a, it's incredible that you have the awareness of the city that that you needed something of the city, or that that the city was giving you something. When when did you get more into this magical side? Because You all this, I I only know you with this magical interest in all kinds of stuff like tarot and uh, using the pendulum and stuff like that, and seeing 
the world in the terms of magic it was always it was always there it was always there it, it just that i wasn't i was aware but again I, I treated all these things as okay coincidence you know how curious this is i, I know there is something else but I could not explain or make sense that the environment wasn't, wasn't, let's say, friendly to any of this type of, of phenomena. So basically, it, it was some, some kind of private inner world, what I was living in. Uh, all this happened all, all my life, in, even when I was living in Spain. So some people crossed my life, always, always some kind of seer or some kind of a person with abilities at certain points in my life, crossed my life and uh, passed me some kind of information. But um, I never shared this, this, this type of things with no one. No one was really you know, ready for me to, hey, you know what happened? Just met this guy and he started talking about this thing and blah, 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 like people were done. So I just kept all those things for myself. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm having access to something else, but I don't know what it is. I'm going to keep it for myself. I couldn't even explain it anyway. So, so it is, it is pretty, pretty much way further along the line that I, that I actively started to, okay, there's something that I, that I may have to do. That I'm, you know, some kind of a process activity. I don't know. I, I have to do more about this rather than just, just looking at everything as, whoa, what a, what a funny coincidence. Or, oh, this is amazing. Huh? No, well, actually, it's a little bit more than that. So actually, let's, let's investigate. Let's really dive into it and see what, what it's all about. And then I, I've met amazing people like you. <laughs> so when you started investigating... Did you find like a, a threat to follow? I did, although although I didn't know where I was going, you know, um, following this threat. And again, it was a very lonely, very lonely process, a very lonely way. Again, I was I was I was drawn to to read certain books and to to dive into certain type of information, and uh, I I ended up in tarot not that long ago. It was like probably three, four years ago. I was reading this this book from this character that I was always interested in. This is called Alejandro Jodorowsky. That's his name. He's quite famous in Spain. This guy, a Chilean guy living in France. Some kind of tarot master of this specific um, tarot tarot of of Marseille. For some reason, um, I always found this guy very interesting never really read any of his books and and it was when i started okay i need i need to do more i need to i need to there's something i need to know that i um started reading a couple of his books and it was only then that i realized that this guy actually um was reading tarot i wasn't i, w I was interested in this guy without knowing his interest about tarot or any of it so there was already a connection Without, without really knowing what the hell was this guy about. I just found this, this person interesting. 
and that was my first in, introduction to tarot. And then because I was in the, in the active role of, of trying to find out whatever that is, that I, I thought, okay, let's have a look into tarot. You know, I'm always, always like this guy. And now suddenly this guy is talking about this tarot and the symbolism and God, you know, it makes sense to me. So I, I got myself this set of cards and um, uh, got a couple of books from him and tried to sort of follow his way of looking into this, um, 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 the archetypes of the tarot. And again, trying to, okay, and everything started to somehow make sense to me, um, looking at things from a very artistic and creative way. Uh, at the end of the day is, is, you know, the tarot cards are a piece of art. They are creative. It all sort of makes sense to me. Okay. I allow myself to look into that. Oh my God, am I really looking looking into tarot? Am I really gonna? Oh, okay, well, let's do it anyway. It's, it's my secret own world anyway. No one really, no one really knows. Okay, gonna get myself a tarot, gonna buy these books. Very interesting. Um, and then one day, one day, um, I felt brave enough and I wanted to start testing this thing called tarot from this guy mm. so okay let's let's do it i'm gonna do a reading for myself and i started you know pulling the cards and trying to ask questions and see what was coming and no no i can't remember really what what happened there but then again i'm, I'm playing this is just again i'm just playing so then i started to trying to get information about okay i'm gonna take this this, this member of my family, you know, what type of information? Well, what things are coming? And now it was the day when, for some reason, I, I, I draw the cards for, for my grandfather. I never met any of my, my grandfathers. Both of them died before I was born. So those are, you know, people who, from whom I have a lot of questions. I never, I never met them. So I don't know. I only know the stories that, you know, the family tells. And for some reason, I just, okay, I need to know more about my grandfather from my father's side. And uh, my question, I was, I was trying to figure out his personality, his life, and how he died. Uh, I wanted to have a, sort of in front of me like a clear picture of his life story, which was really unknown to me only by you know a couple of again stories that i heard from here and there but you know no one no one no one really really told Matt. you know that was also that the side of the family that was not that not that good you know we don't it's, it's like this disney song we don't talk about bruno <laughs> it was a little bit like that we don't talk about bruno <laughs> his name was not bruno anyway so i was i was drawing the cards and this amazing story came to me. Like, ah, oh, what is this coming from? But I like, like I have right now a whole picture as if I was watching a film of, of the life story and the personality of this of this man who happened to be my grandfather. And uh, in this story, what came to me is that my my grandfather was murdered. And, uh, and I went, what? My grandfather was murdered? How, what is this coming from, you know? This is not, what? What is, what is this? So I was confronted with this 
crazy kind of knowing story. Like, how, how, how am I going to, okay, first, do I trust myself by getting this information, knowing this? Who do I share this with? <laughs> you know, Joaquin, you're going, you're going mental. You're going, you know, you're going bananas. How, okay, this doesn't make any sense. But again, when you have this type of knowing, you know, okay, um, what do I do with this information? It was, and, and it was very specific. It was, it was very specific. And, and I knew he was murdered and I knew he was murdered by, by the authorities. So I could see it was some kind of police. And I, I get a little bit too much to a specific information for whatever reason. I've got no explanation for that. It's this type of thing. I guess it is it's less like when you yourself do channeling, you get these downloads of information and suddenly you've got this story in your head. Okay, what do I do with this? Months after that, um, I went back home and then I told my wife, look, um, I've been I've been playing with the cards, you know, and uh, I've got this crazy story, you know. I was I was asking question about my grandfather, but then I came, you know, this thing came. It can't make any sense. How? Come on, you know, I'm I'm, I'm coming like a like a James Bond type kind of a plot. Like really, you know, my grandfather's been murdered and the police. And what is this? I said, look, there's nothing to lose. So. I want you to know because I want you to witness what's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to look for the opportunity to, when I have some private time with my with my dad, I'm going to start a conversation, a conversation, and I'm going to try to to find out if this makes any sense. Um, so I want you to know because I'm going to start, you know, sort of directing the conversation in this way for you to know and for you to be witness of what's going to happen and the reaction. And then my wife, yeah, okay. <laughs> so this day happened after lunch, I had the opportunity to have my dad there and it was just my dad and me having a coffee after lunch and then uh, and my wife there. And then I started asking questions, ah, you know, dad, you know, okay. I, I can't even remember how I started, but however I made it, I brought granddad into the conversation and this and that and blah 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 so I got my dad starting to share a little bit of his life and his father and blah 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 and then then I started to be more direct like okay so <clears throat> what year did he really die I can't remember and what exactly did he die and my dad like okay you know giving me answers and then I came to the question I said okay and, and he died he had like some kind of a stroke didn't he and then my answer, my, my, my dad answered, if you sort of make a, make a pause and say, well, at least that is the official version. And I was like, oh, okay. Because obviously no one ever, ever haven't even implied that my dad and my granddad died in, in a different way. That was, that was the official way. So by me just just asking the question already opened an opportunity for my dad to actually tell me, well, actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> that was perfect for me. Like, okay, there's something here. So we kept on asking questions. And then my, my dad pretty much said, look, and there's this thing my mom, so my granddad's wife, my grandmother, told me that he, she always thought that he was murdered. 
in this in this he was he was he was taken to a certain place by the authorities uh, the official version is that he had a stroke but apparently when when my when my grandmother went to to get the body the body was full of bruises and it was clearly he has been beaten up now my grandmother shared this very briefly with my at the time 10 11 year old father and that was it no was ever mentioned so that you know what wasn't ever discussed in the family but then obviously my my father i gave my father the opportunity to remember and tell me that actually my mom thought that he was murdered and i think he was murdered so it was um it was a, a confirmation of all these things that i had seen in the tarot um and this is such a crazy story that it, within a family, no one ever even talk about or imply to even like, you know, this could be an option. And just the fact that I, through the tarot, came up with this story and then got a confirmation from my dad. It was the first time like, okay, maybe this thing, this thing called tarot, whatever you're doing and whatever you are able to do. There's, there's more behind that because this is this is too crazy, too way out of anything like like to be ignored. That was my start with again with this style. And then I think since that moment, I I I embraced whatever this is. I don't know even what's the name for this. But you didn't just go on and draw more cards and every occasion you stopped for a while, right? I stopped for a while, yeah. Why did I you st why I did, stop for a while? Why did you stop? Was it too overwhelming? Uh, probably, yeah. Probably, probably I, I scared. I, I got scared. You're like, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a scary, it's a scary thing. It's a scary, it's a scary thing. So I, I went more into more spirituality and less into this phenomena for me for me the um, i've treated this as two separate entities which they are not but for me for me when i feel more spiritual i can go into the more like the faith and looking for the for the bliss and then and then i've got this cheeky side that i, I really like this phenomena i really enjoy when things happen these synchronicities <laughs> if i have i feel like there's a presence Well, I had a confirmation that I have certain guides by me, and I, I've got I I that's that's the cheeky side of me. I I love that, I love that side of, in a very playful way, in a very playful way. And then you started reading the tarot again when we met. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Pro probably was even, probably was you. Actually, was. It was you. It, it was you. It was you. Um, um, I think I mentioned something about tarot, and then you, you just asked me, oh, God, you know, you're not doing this anymore. Oh, come on, let's get the cards out. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the first reading you gave me in detail, but I know it was very accurate. So I was amazed at what you can do with the cards. It was meant to happen because I, I I I was also most probably needing also some type of of not validation but confirmation. It's it's not 
I don't think it's an egoic thing. Um, you just want to make sure that if you have this 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 type of ability that that is real, and that you can really do it. Mm. And and it's a process that you need to, you need to go through certain readings to certain people that are like-minded people that can can tell you okay well, can this make sense or you don't know this but what you read actually it is true or it's real or you know makes sense that gives you like this okay yeah okay this is happening this is happening and it's a pretty scary process I think when you go through and uh, pick the cards for someone and you have to tell them a story that they might not like. Yes. 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 But then I, I sort of cover myself and I always tell them, look, you, you don't have to believe a single word that I'm going to tell you. I, I explain them a little bit how, how it works for me and I'm, I may just come up with an absolutely crazy mental story which may not make any sense, but that's all I can do and that's all I have. Um, it's not that I excuse myself in forehand. It's just like, look, this is this is what I do and how I do it. If if it helps you, then then fantastic. And if it doesn't, sorry, but, you know. But you don't you don't need to believe one single word because some stories obviously do not make any sense to me. I start talking like the story about my granddad. It did not make any sense to me. Like what? You know what? Again. I was experiencing firsthand, not believing my own reading, like not wanting to believe what I was getting. So I, I, I know what it feels like, you know, when you come up with something, I don't know. It's, it's not crazy, it's not crazy stories, but again, you, you may come up with a sort of a plot or certain energies or events why certain things may happen or not may happen and uh and again it does doesn't make any sense to me it's only that i see it clear very clearly in front of me i i'm, I'm i have like a film i'm watching a film and i'm just telling you as i am watching the film i'm, I'm just telling the person you know, this is what i'm seeing and hopefully it's not intoxicated by my own filter that's that's my only hope Do you have a method to, to navigate through this feeling? Do you know when you're, let's say, when your mind interferes? Or is it just like, I hope it doesn't interfere? No, some, sometimes I do, and then, but then I, I tell the straight away. If, if, I'm, if I'm telling a story, but I'm not 100% sure, I would tell a straight away. And I say, look, this may not be... 100%. That's, I may be adding or putting something from my own, from my own, you know, from our mind into this. Uh, the only feeling that I, I try to get is some, I've got certain physical, like if I get goosebumps in my arms or, or, or I can feel my crown chakra, I, I, then I know, okay, the line is open. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting information. Something's going to be downloaded and this is going to be accurate. And that, that gave me the confidence just to be cheeky and just tell whatever comes as it comes. 
but that's pretty 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 much it I mean, it may be some physical some physical feeling and then i get into a um trance like it's like i do not think anymore about what i'm saying and how i just i just get into the role and i just start talking and i'm telling a story that's it and then i don't i don't necessarily even remember what i'm saying which for me is a signal that whatever is coming is coming through with no resistance from my side sometimes i do not necessarily even remember exactly what what came whatever came came again i'm learning by doing i don't i still do not have a a fixed method or process i sort of take it as it come well i think you have a method because when you're reading the cards and the you feel the energy moving through you and you know you're ready to go. I think that is a method. Yeah. It's maybe not a fixed method because you don't have the ritual behind it to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, tr I'm trying to just because I, I, I need the confidence that, okay, I, again, the line is open, something's going to come. I'm ready to... But it's, it's, um, it's something that I need more than than the other person. Yeah, it's some kind of uh, I don't know validation. Have you ever dove into some kind of ritual magical practices? Um, ritual magical? Um, no, 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 no. I I didn't. I I I met a couple of uh, uh, very interesting characters. Um, But no, I I did not. I've never taken part in nothing, rather than having the opportunity of someone to to do some kind of of reading to me, some kind of medium. I've been I've been to a medium like again. People that I was in situations I was never looking for them. It's just people that cross my path. Like you meet someone and you meet this person. And oh, okay, how nice, blah 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 blah. And then says, "Oh, by the way, I'm I'm a psychic medium." Oh no, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want me to do a reading for you, whatever? And, and I'm you like, yeah, sure, why not? And then it happens. But again, I was not looking for that. I was not, you know, it just happened. And basically, again, I think it's people that was meant to cross my path in certain situations even even if i was not looking looking to to meet them i was i was meant to get specific information for whatever reason so no i haven't been too active again i have I, i've been most sort of like witnessing all these things from a from a from a distance knowing there is something out there you know uh different phenomena and dreams and premonitions and so there's always been some kind of knowing but then then again like pff, is that real i don't know I, I, i'm gonna keep this for myself anyway you know i think i think i know what's gonna happen now or i think i know what is this guy really thinking or i think i know what's gonna happen in this situation and or i know this guy's is, is good or bad or this person 
is sort of kind of knowing things and but not really thinking like I've got an ability or wow this is just keep it for myself like okay yeah this is I'm very intuitive I'm very empathic person uh I can feel I can sell sense things and that that was, that was pretty much it just giving things at that level and never sharing with anyone why did you never share it oh well the typical reasons i guess uh it, it, the environment is very important in these things yeah that you are you because the right type of people and environment surrounding you so that you you feel confident enough to to open up yourself to to whatever that is to whatever that is if, if it does doesn't happen you don't feel you know enough self-sure because then life happens we will have our situations or traumas that put our self-trust in question all the time so why 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 should i be able to to know these things why why me why now come on no shit no 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 no, no. come on yeah i mean yeah it make it makes a nice story you know after two beers telling one <laughs> friend like you know what you know when you know these conversations that eventually there's always these ghost conversations yeah among friends all oh, these things happen to me and blah, blah blah and then you have okay i have my own story you know this day this this thing happened no shit really yes 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 that's pretty much it how how far you go in sharing these things <laughs> yeah because when you share things that are out of the ordinary you will be people will look at you like a crazy person and That's i find amazing. this very interesting because this happened so many times in my life and people look at me and i share my experiences that are sometimes out of the ordinary and they look at me like really that happened to you that's amazing or something like yeah that happened to you of course But the more you ask people, the more you, you talk to people, almost everyone has their own experience. They just, they just forget it. 100%. I had this so many times when people say, oh, wait a second. Yes, I had something in my life that I can't explain. That happens so many times. 100%. And this is 100%. what you said, people just sometimes need one or two beers to open up before they can talk about it. Correct, correct. But then again, it's just like, okay, I've got this interesting, funny sort of woof, woohoo story to tell, which, yeah. which makes me look very interesting in this circle after we've we had a couple of beers. <laughs> um, but then again, that, that is as safe as an environment for you to open up at a certain point. And, uh, but yeah, I think absolutely everybody has got some kind of experience. It's just if you allow yourself to, to open up to these may be possible to be happening. And if you close that door, then you close that door until, until it's open again, you know? Yeah, it's hard for me to understand that you, that you are capable of denying your own experience. I mean, I did this the same. I did the same thing in my past. But it's, it's so amazing to me that we are able to deny our own experience. Which is crazy, but when you think about it. Well, we do that all the time, don't we? 
Yeah. Yeah, we do. We, t- we take on a, on, on a role in this big game that it is. We are playing a character and then we, we just take this character. If, if any type of experience does not match this, this character that we are playing in this, in this game, we, we're just not going to, oh, no, that's, that's not happening. It doesn't fit who I am. It doesn't fit my role. I am this type of rational family father of this, you know, business, whatever role you play in at a specific moment in time. And if obviously these type of things do not fit this, this rational world, that's it. So yeah, it, it goes into the file of the anecdote, funny, spooky anecdotes that, <laughs> yeah, they maybe become like a very interesting, funny story in a certain moment and circle of, of people. And, and that's it. But, it, you know, as you say, it's very typical when you start telling some experience, mostly everybody in, in you know, um, start like, oh, well, you know, funny, this happened to me, or that's exactly what happened to me, or when I was seven years old, or, when, you know, and everyone start like opening up, like, you, you see? Yeah, of course. Of course, all guides are here all the time with us, you know, things are happening all the time magic happens every day non-stop um yeah it's it's when you decide to get on the steering wheel of these magical things yeah that you can actually you're the one yeah, steering the wheel and sort of okay now i'm gonna drive this road but i'm gonna start being in control of this and then more and more things happen more and more things happen Again, in a very tricky kind of, you know, adventurous way of thinking. This is, um, it's a lot of fun. To me, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. Again, this is not like 100% sort of a spiritual looking for this awakening, blissful state of, of being, which also it is there. But sometimes it's, oh, let's have fun with this. Um, because at the end of the day, we, we decided to come here to this 3D experience, to, to have the experience. So not for everybody, it is, it is just like, um, okay, let's try to find the way out of here. I want to, okay, I'm, I'm, I have enough of the world, I have enough of 3D. I just want to, to awaken to myself and again go to a cave and just be happy because I'm here and I'm doing nothing, which is absolutely fine and, and, and absolutely the, the right way to go for certain people because this, this a spiritual sort of, well, I don't, not even a spiritual life, again, is every person has got an absolutely personal, a different experience, objective and purpose to the other person. So we try to find this one fetal formula of awakening, spirituality, understanding religion, understanding God, understanding consciousness, because our rational mind needs a formula. We are looking for the God formula. I want <laughs> to write down the formula that gives me access to God. Um, but again, you know, uh, this guy's formula may not work with you. Will, will surely not work with you. Will take you to up to a certain point. 
But this, the rest of the path is your own path. It's your own making. It's your own way of having access to, to whatever that is that you're looking for or that is. In my case, it's this mixture of, of, of course, you know, looking for these this experiences of, of connection with consciousness. But I'm, I'm very aware that, I, I, that I, I'm here to have some kind of impact into this reality. And, um, and this, all these things happen, it makes it, you know, fun to me. Not like having a party, but it's a, it's a different way to, to, to experience. Now that I'm here, now that I, I've been going through all this shit and all this trauma and all this whatever, I know, you know, story of my life and your life and all this thing happened, all this fighting and all this blah, blah, blah. Okay, now let's make fun now out of, out of this. Now that we are starting to have access to this, to these clues, these these tips, you know, let's let's do something good. Let's have an impact and let's have fun. And at the same time, of course, you know, if, if I if I get into a bliss, a state of mind, even better, even better. Yeah, the the thing of making fun is, I admire this. I really admire this. For me, it's uh, personally, I still feel all this trauma and stuff like that. So it's really, really hard for me to, to have fun. But you are. That's exactly what you're doing with the podcast. You're just having fun. Yes, I do. That's it. Then you see. So it, it is needed. It is needed to to to, to take out the, the seriousness of all this spiritual search sometimes, yeah. I think sometimes we all get too serious about this. Yes. You know, my awakening, the state, my kundalini, all my third chakra is blocked. Oh, this morning I can feel my throat chakra is not vibrating the way it should. We get like too, um, how to say, too formal, too too mathematical about the whole process. We all we all do, and it is part of the process. I think we all have to go through this through this process again. It is totally different for everyone. So that might be the absolute correct and perfect way to go for, for you. But maybe not for me. That doesn't mean your way is worse or is wrong and mine is right. That is the ego. When we think that my way is the way. No, my way is the way for me. And that's it. That's as far as, yeah. That is exactly why I had so many trouble with all these spiritual teachers i like to listen to them but in the end it doesn't make any sense to me because they oftentimes just they're trying to to give you advice from their own perspective correct this is what worked for them that doesn't mean that it's working for me correct i tried so many i tried so many techniques and stuff like that and nothing really worked Correct. Look, for me, I I'm probably was 15 years ago. I had I had I had this urge. I 
really that's when when the spiritual search started it wasn't like four years ago it was it was further along the line um just before my my daughters were born um i had this urge to know more about whatever that was and i was drawn to buddhism probably because because the dalai lama was very very well known at the time and a very cool type of character in germany at the time so everybody was reading the books about dalai lama dalai lama was everywhere and okay let's have a look into this this um, dalai lama character and um, this thing called buddhism i was as, as a as typical spaniard i was i was raised into the catholic um faith so for me just the fact of allowing to look into something that was not you know, within within the Bible or the Catholic Church, that was already adventurous enough. And, and anyway, because I'm not telling anyone about this again, I'm just my thing. I'm gonna look into this Buddhism. And I started reading books. I have countless books of this. You know, um, the Dalai Lama. I know all really nice. So okay, I I get it. I get it. And uh, okay, I'm, I'm, they talk about meditation. What is meditation? I ask. I asked a friend of mine who who is a Buddhist, you know, I've heard about this thing called meditation. How did you do it? And uh, and then he told me, well, you just sit down in front of a white wall and stare at the wall and you empty your mind. And I went, oh, shit, I'm going to try that. I'm going to go sit down in front of the wall. I'm going to try to empty my mind. So I tried that thing called meditation. And I obviously failed terribly, like my mind would not shut up. And I was like, oh, is this really meditation? That is a pain in the ass. I cannot make anything of this. I'm just looking at this wall. God, and my mind will not stop. I'm supposed to stop. And then I, okay, then uh, maybe it's the wall. I'm going to start staring at, at, at a candle. A candle, yes, that is more like closer to, I don't know. To a church, I put a candle and I would just try to meditate, staring at this candle. And and yes, and yes, that was um I I I reached a couple of peaceful sort of feelings, but then again, it was hard work. What is this thing about meditation? And then uh, uh and at some point, you know, I could not make sense of 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 Buddhism of of all this Eastern eastern religions because uh, you know my background my 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 rational mind was totally western i could not make anything i could i couldn't so i gave up i gave up and i felt a release like i'm not going to try to to become plus um plusly <laughs> suddenly a, a buddhist or even meditate you know i will maybe if i feel that i have i need to have some connection i'm gonna do go the old ways and i'm gonna go into a church i'm gonna sit down and i'm just gonna you know talk to god my way so again that was the right way for me actually trying to take on other, you know, Buddhism, Hinduism, it was not the right way for me at the time. Well, I don't know why I'm telling you all this and what was the, the initial threat of all this conversation, but that's what I wanted to tell you. So again, probably is the personal, the, you know, for me, for uh, totally personal. Some other people feel Buddhist or feel like, you know, they 
go through the whole Indian and Hindu deities and they feel discomfort. For me at the time, it was they were total strangers. Shiva was a stranger. Who is Ganesh? This guy with the head of an elephant. How, how, how am I going to feel anything, any connection? It was hard work. It was hard work. Couldn't understand Buddha. Some Buddhas are like sort of bald heads and fatty little funny guys. And some other Buddhas are very long, laying down. I couldn't make sense of that. So, okay, you know, if, if, I, if I need to have this, this connection, I'm going to do good, the good old go to church, sit down and talk to God my way. And for a while, and for a while, that, that, that worked for me. That's, by the way, Buddha sending you messages saying, oh, tell Joaquin to s- stop talking shit of me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not fat. No, it was a message from Brandon. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in the podcast. Brandon, trying to get into <laughs> no, the podcast. <laughs> no, no, he had, he had his own show. We don't need to invade everyone's <laughs> show now. So, Bernie, how's it going so far? I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm talking non-stop. That is absolutely okay. perfect. Okay. That is absolutely perfect. It's the easiest podcast I've ever done. <laughs> Just sitting here and... You, you feel how, how big is my need to tell my own story, yeah? I sort of go, oh, I don't know, Bernie. I don't know if I'll be able to talk. Then you give me the opportunity. I will not shut up. Like, thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Bernie. Oh, you're so welcome. It's absolutely fascinating because you're such a good storyteller. I'm loving this, Bernie. <laughs> so that'll be in. in uh, actually, you are. You are the person who had witnessed um, me doing tarot readings the most. I mean, I've done countless readings now, not only for you, but with you being in in the reading and sort of also assisting and giving your own view and doing channeling also as well yeah which again it is a lot of fun yes it is Mm -hmm. going back to this fun factor you know trying to make something a very very pleasant experience out of all this thing called consciousness it's it's just like figuring out a cosmic puzzle or something like that finding some hidden treasure totally it's it's amazing and sometimes it's i absolutely love synchronicities when they happen and they are very addictive and this is just when we're doing this tarot reading it's just like hunting synchronicities and when you find something, this you have this euphoria that you, that you're going through, and just yeah, it's just amazing. It is, it is, it is. And also, when I'm talking about Tara now, when when you do 
several readings for the same person and, and you you have sort of uh, identify okay this 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 archetype is representing this person so when i'm reading for this person he is going to be represented or present in this story by this archetype and and, and then every time you do the reading the archetype comes and shows up yeah and you start getting like repeating cards and repeating messages that are giving you the sense of yeah again i'm repeating the same thing this is happening or this is uh, you know it is it is it is quite quite amazing absolutely yeah. i mean the readings you, you gave for me there were always the same cards popping up i said no i've said knocking um, no, no. okay i'm i yeah. told you already but then again here you go <laughs> again and That's again it. and again i mean we must have been around 30 or 40 readings for me now i think you have done Maybe around around that could number, be. yeah. Could be. It's really almost the same cards every yeah. time. Could be. It's just amazing. You know this this thing. Um, actually, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't told Cornelius. Um, I wanted to when I have the opportunity. Um, or maybe you will live in in the podcast. I don't know. You decide. Um, I did a I did a reading for Cornelius and and D. Uh, that was last year, the end of last year. And obviously, um, again, I started with Tara before before I met Cornelius and Coherence Healing, but I, it was like a Dortmund kind of thing. It was it was after after meeting Cornelius and having sessions with him that he was like, hey, what can you call? Yes, this is a thing that you, you're supposed to be doing that you can do. And uh, really triggered me or, or gave me the support or the confidence for me. Okay, let's let's move on with this. So I, I really have to thank thank him for whatever is, is coming out of 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 this in many 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 ways, in many 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 different things. Um, so one day he said, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, we're talking about readings and tower and all the things, but I you know i haven't um you haven't you haven't drawn the cards for me it's so, okay yeah, let's, let's, of course you know i have to do a reading for you so we we had this reading and obviously the message for cornelius was so powerful and massive and clear all the expected um, archetypes and everything was there and it was like oh, obviously i mean it's just not even worth it for me to you know it's, it's gonna sound like Okay, look, this is it. And yeah, obviously, yeah, clear. But then it came, it came to D. And I was getting this, this card and these messages and this, these things. And now uh, what happened, and again, I haven't told Cornelius this. Um, I got the last cards for, for D. And that, that card was, again, I do not read based on whatever the cards. Yes, it gives me an idea, but then the archetype of the cards um i don't necessarily have to go through what is supposed to to be the general meaning of this card this card come you know could mean this this and this and this um but sometimes it sort of guides me that but then then my whole story go could go very differently and i totally ignore what is supposed the the normal meaning of that of that card 
So anyway, I have this card, which basically was a card that would normally mean happy family, um, happy environment. It could also mean like children. It could also mean having children. But when I draw the cards, I totally misread that. Um, all I could think of and see was, was the laying down and having a rest. So I said, did you need to have a rest? You need to have a rest. Um, you have to look after yourself, otherwise you're gonna end up in bed. You will have to, you know, you have to somehow slow down. I could, I don't know, I could not, I could not explain. And I was, as I was doing the reading, um, Cornelius was saying, oh, she's such a strong woman. And she was saying, no, no, I'm, you know, I am such a strong woman. And I, I was having this feeling like, wow, this, I'm, I'm failing this really miserably because I, I don't know if this message is making any sense. Self-doubt kicks in. Also, I'm doing a reading for Cornelius, you know. He, he's got the hotline, you know. If, if I come up with any shit, he's going he's gonna to tell me, oh, sorry, well, like, why can you full of shit? This is, no, no. So, you, you know, you also have this, this sort of pressure, like, oh, God, okay, no pressure. I'm doing a reading for Cornelius. And the, at the same time, both of them together. So, and then I realized, shit, I've got this card. We're supposed to mean this, but, but I came up with this message. Basically, no, no, I can see that you need to lay down. You need to rest. You need to look after yourself. And that was my, what I thought was my not accurate reading of a card, which was supposed to mean like happy family, even maternity. <laughs> now, I didn't, say, I didn't say anything. I just let it there. And it just uh, stayed in my mind like, shit, did I? Did I read that properly? Because I think I totally misread the message. I don't know why I was saying that about the having to have rest or lay down. And then they both telling me, no, I'm such a strong woman. I'm feeling physically absolutely fantastic. God, you know, that sounds totally wrong. Joaquin, I just really, really, really failed miserably in that reading. Oh boy, until, until we know what we know, until we know what we know, what happened, you know? And now, then everything makes sense to me. How did I read a car that was supposed to mean happy family environment and maternity was interpreted by me, D, take it easy, or otherwise I will see you laying down. So even sometimes you do a reading that makes absolutely no sense. Like even the signs as you're doing the reading is like, Joaquin, you, you're not in a good form today. I don't know, you're coming up with... And then months ahead, you know, months after that, everything makes sense. And like, kaboom, now I know why I totally read what I read in a card that was supposed to mean something totally different. And then suddenly those two things come together in one go. Now, this reading was, was like not even two months before, before what happened happened. I'm feeling confident today that actually it made sense for me to have the need to come up with an interpretation that at the time was absolutely random of a card that was supposed to mean something totally different. But then again, I insisted on giving and passing this message. So I tried to identify whatever I was feeling 
exactly that moment, again, if that was a goosebump or a certain feeling, so that I can identify that in further readings. Okay, when I'm getting these signals, means regardless of whatever I, of the cards are telling you, you're supposed to be telling whatever message is, whatever's coming to your mouth. <laughs> This is, this is exactly the problem. This is exactly, exactly the problem that I have with channeling. You're trying to find a method that works because you know you did it in the past and as soon as you try it, it doesn't work anymore. This happened to me so many times now. And also the, the big thing is if someone asks me to channel something, If my ego already knows the answer, I don't know if I put the answer in or if it came from consciousness. And so I'm not answering the question because I already have, already have formed an opinion and it's the same message. So how do I know if it's from outside or yeah. not? If it's a surprising if it's a surprising message just like you had with the with a card, did you had the information? It's totally different from the card and you just stuck with it because you knew you had mm. to stuck with it. It's totally different as when you said, no, no, I had try to imagine you doing this again and you draw the same card in a similar context. Then your mind will already go to this point in the past and say, the last time I had the reading, I had to read it this way. Maybe I have to do this again. And this is when all the shit yeah. breaks down. That's the tricky thing. Yeah, that's, that is the process. It is a, yes, as, as, as soon as your mind starts, you know, being part of the, whatever you do, tarot, channeling, whatever kind of uh, expression of consciousness, which will be different for everyone. As soon as, as, as the mind is present, then things start getting, yeah, basically self-doubt. You don't trust yourself. And, oh, you know, do I really want? And then, yeah. unfortunately, I think that's a natural process. And it's a natural thing. It is a natural thing. But as, as today, talking to you, you know, you just having the opportunity to tell you a little bit about my own story. I, my mind was not part of any of this. I would just open my mouth and whatever has to come, you know, And, and you can see we've been talking for an I've been talking for an hour non-stop. And for me, like, okay, five minutes gone past. Again, it's like I, I've been into a sort of meditative state of blubbing non-stop, which is the same um, that you would do when you, when you channel or when you, when you do a tarot reading. But as soon if I if I start, if I'm telling you my story, I, you know, and, and I start thinking, oh, you know, thinking about okay, do I really want to tell what I'm telling? Do I want to expose my? Do I really want? Then then the story will not be the same. You lose totally the flow. Maybe the words or the circumstances. This stuff, you know, the mind corrupts absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. Now let's go back into the mind a little bit. Why do you think this happened this way today? Why it happened this way today? Like like sort of yes. this mindless flow way of talking. Yes. Because it was meant to be. 
because it is meant to be, I'm, I am among friends, you know, I'm talking to you, as I've done many times. I'm grateful that I, you, I've been granted by you the opportunity to talk about myself. This was, for whatever reason, the right time for me to tell whatever story. I, I'm, right now, I don't remember very well exactly all these different topics we've been talking about. Probably when I, when I listen to the podcast, um, when, you, when you publish it, I will go like, oh, shit, did, oh, God, did I really do it? Oh, oh really? <laughs> really? Oh, no. Fucking, you sound awful. All that story is not even, it's not even entertaining. It's not even fun. What is that? But, you know, that's too late. Too late. Then the mind will be active, but it hasn't been today. And again, it was meant to be for whatever, for whatever reason. But probably, probably by you, you know, just, just again, the environment, the situation is, is feels so comfortable. I don't, I don't need to prove myself to you because, because I've got nothing, you know, you are, you are, I'm, I'm among friends here. I know I can tell you anything and you're going to, you know, you're going to understand. That's why. That is the magic that you um, are doing and will be doing with your podcast. You, you are creating this environment where people will open up, will open up, that will help other people. And when they listen themselves to their own interview, they will benefit from that. It will be healing also for the, for the interviewees, you know. They say, oh, shit, did I really open up and talk about this? Oh, God, this that thing that, I, that, I, that I've just said makes total sense. But you, 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 you know, you're creating an opportunity where people verbalize their own reality. And that is always healing. That is always healing. Yes, it is. Just because realizing that you're in this reality, sometimes it's pretty hard. Because your, your mind is always so active because... You think about, oh, shit, I have to do the work tomorrow. What do I have to do? I have to do this, this that, and the other. Uh, and I forgot last week. I forgot this and that, and I have to do this again. And so you never have the time to, to, to reflect. As soon as you take time to reflect, your mind goes always into all the stuff you had done or the things you have to do and... Then some Buddhist monk tells you, no, 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 you need to meditate. And oh shit, nothing. the next thing you have to do. And all of a sudden you sit there standing <laughs> like you did, sitting in front of the white wall and trying to 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 empty yeah. your mind. That doesn't work. Good doesn't luck work. with that. Sit Good down in front of a wall exactly. and empty your mind. Okay, yes, I'm with exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to empty my mind. Mm, bollocks that's not gonna work <laughs> that is not going to work <laughs> but i think if you hear your own story told by yourself it's very powerful because i listen to my podcast while i'm editing and just hearing myself telling all this stuff it's an incredible incredible insight into my own life absolutely so i can only advise people who want to reflect just record your own story and listen to it you don't have to play it in, in to an audience just play it to yourself and 
it's an amazing amazing healing process yeah, it's a fantastic idea and um good and amazing healing practice uh that you just you just propose um there if you need to tell your own story be your own broadcaster you know exactly fantastic bernie fantastic put yourself in the situation of, of having your own radio channel and that you're basically telling your story to the world you're putting that into the waves every you know um believe that role and just do it and just tell all your shit in a safe environment yeah that is a fantastic idea bernie that is that is amazing even even put a name to your radio station yeah my life is sorry my, my life is story my creepy my whatever total shit dot fm and today i'm requesting my life and uh, you go and start telling all your shit and put it put it out just put it out oh that's brilliant bunny that is fantastic I don't need I don't need to do that now because I've been already. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you don't want to do this, I will help you with it. You know what? Let's let's do so it. Only, the only thing that you have to do is just click a zoom Let, button. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. But you know, careful, Fantastic. you know, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this too much. <laughs> Maybe talking for 10 hours now. <laughs> that doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we can do it as long as you want oh boy oh boy and we are only at one hour and 20th <laughs> we are at one two one three, two four. three four yes there you go <laughs> yeah oh yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, the first podcast that I did with Brendan, it went for one and a half hours, and after the editing, it was one, one oh eight. One oh eight. Do you have a a meaning for one oh eight? One oh eight, from the top of my head, I would just let me. Let me see, which way should I go? Should I go for the 10 and the 8 or the 9? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend now. You see, now I feel the pressure now. I feel like, no, 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 no I'm not going to know. No. <laughs> the, the 108 is uh, roughly the distance, the, the circumference. I guess it was the circumference. Of the of moon, the moon. Yeah. One. 10,080 10, miles, 108. And it's also, it's the angle of a pentagram. There you go. So we're talking about this. And the pentagram, the pentagram is closely linked to the golden yeah. ratio. And. Go geometry. Also the, yeah, it's it's closely related to geometry and, and stuff like that. And. It's also the atomic number for silver. And it has a lot of, of, of um, esoteric meaning. I mean, almost all the numbers who 
uh, combined to nine in numerology. Yeah. They they all have some kind of symbolism. Mm. Yeah, I, lo I'm, I'm, I love symbolism. I I that gives me a lot of a lot of a lot of clues. A lot of clues. Um, again, it's not about the symbol. It's not. It's, it's not about. Oh wow! Why not eight? Now means this. No, it is knowing about these things. For example, you telling me about the you know characteristics of this number may give me access to a certain story while we're doing something else. I don't know if I'm making myself clear. You know, sometimes we we don't fix about. Uh, again, happens with 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 the cards. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm going to become a tarot reader. So I'm gonna read these three books about how to interpret it, this, this, this sets of cards, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow through the, through the meanings that are in this book, and that's it. But you, you, it, in my way of understanding that you're missing, the, the opportunities. You are, you are reading the interpretations that someone else is telling you. It's good to know all that as a base for whatever has to come in your interpretation and sometimes got something to do with the archetypes and some sometimes it, it totally deviates totally deviates and you start seeing in the symbol a certain color a certain something gives you a tip that you know makes your story develop that in itself has got absolutely nothing to do with any kind of uh, stereotype interpretation of that archetype It just opens up at something totally different. I don't know if I'm making myself clear. Yeah. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit tricky. Yeah, I, I do understand it. It's just you need to develop your own method, so to speak, or just interpret what is in front of you your own way. Do not use the tools of someone else. Which applies for everything, doesn't it? When we were talking about spirituality and everyone having their own, you know, path, their own purpose, objective, whatever ways, it applies to absolutely everything, even even if it's tarot reading or interpreting or channeling. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it applies to absolutely everything because it doesn't matter how you hold your fork. As long as you're able to feed yourself, it's perfectly That's it. fine. That's it. But nowadays you have a schools of and course of channeling, and you will have a course that will teach you to have astral, whatever you know, lucid dreams, astral trips, and uh, channeling according to the method of blah blah blah. That in itself. Again, that may be helpful, may give you certain information. I'm not telling you not to do it, but not necessarily means that you have to follow that path. You follow a certain path to gather whatever is good for you at a certain point in time. And then when the time is right, you just, you just move on and move along. Yeah, there's a lot of this rigid uh, structure, especially in ritual magic where you have to make a circle in the sand and you need to do it with a sharp knife and stuff like that, where you have to follow certain rules to get something out of it. It doesn't... In some way, it makes sense because we are applying the same method to building something, for hmm. example. There's some kind of things you need to have in place 
to get something mm-hmm. out of it. But when you apply this to spirituality or to magic, it doesn't necessarily necessarily work this way. Because then you're in the realm of the subject, not of the object. Correct. And then the tools, everyone used the same tool in a very different way. Two carpenters having exactly the same set of tools, you know, if they had to do some kind of uh, wardrobe or whatever, uh, following the same instructions, they will be different. They will not be exactly the same. Yet they are applying the same methods, the same rules, and using the same tools. But they will be yes. different. There will be a subtle difference. There will be different. So in anything, that I think that applies to absolutely everything you do. Definitely in, in, in spirituality. Although, Bernie, I don't know about any uh, ritual where you get your knives out. (laughs) (laughs) Something that I haven't looked into. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done any rituals myself, but I heard about some of them in some podcasts where you have to, uh, if you want to bind the spirit, you have to create a circle, invite the spirit in, and then you have to close the circle and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you need to do it with a mm. sharp knife in the sand or in the ground. It is. It can't be a dull knife. It needs to be yeah, a sharp knife. But you know, like it's that. all about the intention that you put to that. If if you put you yourself the intention to uh, to achieve that goal, following exactly that ritual, then it works for you. I may develop exactly the same ritual to achieve or exactly the same thing, but instead of using a knife, I'm using a cucumber and setting up a circle with cow shit and lighting up a candle (laughs) in the middle. If I set the intention, the exactly, exactly the same intention, I'm going to get this spirit you know, and circle into this this circle of cow shit. I I will do exactly the same. So it's not about the ritual. It's not about the object. It's about the intention that we put on the object and the ritual. From that point of view, absolutely everything is possible. It's possible. Yeah, and I think I think you're absolutely right. And the ritual is just there to get you into a, into a state of mind. Correct. So maybe some ritual I was creating in the Middle Ages, then maybe maybe using knives and the head of a goat made sense at the time. But that doesn't mean that you have to now start, you know, putting pentagrams of red color and putting knives sticking up for whatever, you know. You just, just yeah. turn that into something a little bit more more friendly and you create your own thing. You create your and, own ritual. And maybe you don't need to bind some spirits. Maybe they, well, will, maybe they will just work for you if you ask nicely. Totally, exactly. Why would you want to bind? You don't want, you don't want, you know, bind, yeah, bindings are not good. We no, try, we, not. We're trying to free ourselves <laughs> yeah. all the time. So why would you want to bind anyone? <laughs> you may bind the wrong spirit anyway. So... <laughs> Yeah, but 
yeah how powerful at the end of the day all this goes into the the whole law of attraction and manifestation again not even want to use those names it's, it's, it's more about the law of intention and the the more pure and kind and loving that intention is the more powerful is whatever ritual that you apply and again it could be anything 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 I'm going to give this, I don't know, pen. This pen is going to turn now into my Harry Potter wand. If I put the intention of it, and I like the shape of this pen, and I really i am going to put my love and intention into this pen, and I'm going to, every time, I'm going to sort of manifest something positive for someone else. I'm going to make the move, and I say, you know, <laughs> if I put the intention, that is going to work. That is going, going to work. In my, obviously, my humble opinion, this is, this is how I live in my life now. I'm not sort of coming up with a method for everybody to apply. In my current reality, this is what I, what I believe that works. It's just the intention in anything. And we put intention on objects, on, on, on rituals, on processes, obviously on, on water, but we can, put, you can, we can put an absolutely loving, magnificent intention in a, in, a, in a pile of cow shit and turn it into some loving whatever. Why not? Why not? It will become an why, incredible fertilizer. An incredible fertilizer. And there will be no purse in the world. Astestia, those which grow with this specific, you know, powerful shit from <laughs> loving cows. <laughs> create some holy shit creating some holy shit this is where holy shit expression comes from yes let's make this shit holy right now <laughs> you know bernie you try first <laughs> then you tell me how it works <laughs> yeah if i get my hands on some shit i will try this in my garden Good. Let's see what your what, what Kitty says about that when you come come back home inside. I think she will it. say holy shit in another context. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So again, amazing intention that you put in into that this tool that is that microphone that you're sitting in front. That that is exactly what you're doing. You are creating your own ritual right now with this with this podcast. You're being a magician right now. That's exactly what you what you're doing, and you look like a magician, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't go uh, so good with the audio format, but yeah, thank you very much. Well, that's why people who don't know you they cannot judge. So let's say Bernie's uh, extremely attractive and handsome, <laughs> Spanish-looking German. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, magician. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, let them their imagination fly. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. What do you think? Shall we shall we call it a day? Do you think have we finish uh, for the first round of amazing discussions yeah i think so well thank you bernie 
Well, I, thank I, you. I loved it. That's all I can say. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Wait, we can't stop here. We had so much fun recording, so we kept going. And Joaquin was so kind to put the cards on the table for me. So let's keep going. So, so because we've been talking about you and your um, ability as a channeler and your channeling abilities, and uh, you are right now having a break because you are focusing your energies in, in this amazing thing that you're doing with the podcast. Um, and I've told you that your channeling abilities will will come back. They are there. It's just that you will allow yourself to, again, go full on into your channeling abilities whenever the time is right. Maybe if you want, we can take that as when will your channel abilities will show up or I don't even know what question to ask, but let's, let's just get the, this. you as channeler, um, yeah, whatever, whatever information wants to come through that. And let, let, let's see what type of story develops. Yes, let's and, do it. And if it is a good one. Okay, here we go. So Joaquin is now focusing on his cards. And for your listening convenience, I will shorten this part a little bit while he's concentrating. Okay, so I'm going to go through cards now. I'm going to go for a fourth one. Uh, not because I'm following any specific process, just I, I just feel, okay, there's still more to this story that is developing. So as we were talking before during the... At the beginning, talking about how should I, how I do I develop any type of method that helps me to identify that the message is is um, is what is supposed to come through. Um, so for me, sometimes the reading is start as, as soon as I start mixing the cards, I already get a certain feeling like now by you, like my solar plexus when when crazy so i i already know that this is creating you anxiety i could feel an anxiety coming from you so this is bothering you about what's going to happen anxiety again talking about the future so you have a little bit of a worry about will i be able to go back to my channeling um will this channel ability will come back to me so you as a channeler in the future it's creating a certain level of anxiety. And that came even before, before the, the first car drop. So again, it's, it's not about the cars. It's just, it's just somehow there's a, um, an emotion or that, that comes straight away through. Um, again, that is not connected with the cars. So that, that gives me already like a base of, the, of, of what the message is going to be. So actually, it's, you feel anxious about this because you 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 want to you want to be a channeler. You want to have this ability. You want to to establish this connection. 
because it's not there right now. That's already bothering you. You have a certain level of anxiety. And then my 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 hands, not my hands, my 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 arms from my elbow down to the tip of my fingers. These start shaking. When that happens, normally the cards will drop. I do not pick the cards. The cards will drop, which exactly what has happened for the first three cards. Again, that is for me, for me, and only for me. I take that as a signal that, okay, there is, there is something that wants to come and it's going to be accurate to whatever message that has to come through. And then I've got a card. When I've done readings for you, do you remember which, which is the cards that sort of um, defines you when you come into the readings? Uh, oftentimes, it's the King of Cups. Oftentimes, it's the King of Cups. And some other times, there's some other cards. Can you remember which one is that? I think it was the Page of, of Wands. It, well, it was... Is the night of one? It's the night of one. It's actually the night of one. Correct. It's the night of one. So, so you came, you came astray to the first thing, straight away. So, okay, we we we're going to be talking about you and this ability. So, you are going to be the night of ones, ones creativity. You're going to be actually going full on into this channeling gift or ability that you have. And then you by now know what this means. What card is that? That is the, the page of cups, which is an offer of love. So you're going to be full on use this ability and uh, put it out in the world as an offer of love. And there is a lot of unknown stuff. What is that card? That's the moon, the moon the card. Moon. Yeah, because people can't see, can't see them because we have to describe them yeah so basically the um, you're going to be jumping into the unknown that also uh, provokes a lot of anxiety you don't you don't know what is this uh, channeling ability is going to take you but you're going to have access to this unknown thing i know i'm i'm doing it in a very short way and then i have judgment the judgment card which is you're going to be answering to your calling <laughs> This is something that you're meant to be doing. So you're going to be doing that. It's coming back to you. I've already told you that. Yeah. So you don't need to feel anxious about that. Yeah, but trying to think about it just creates anxiety. It's just just amazing mm. why it is. Because I stopped because I wasn't able to, to distinguish between my own thoughts and what's came through I wasn't able to distinguish anymore and the fear is that I'm giving advice to people that is plainly wrong and puts them into danger I totally get you um, welcome to the club yeah it works exactly the same here at the end of the day as, 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 as nice that you can feel oh I've got this ability Again, there's a little bit of a goic, like, oh, you know, I've got this ability, I can do this. Even when you allow yourself to feel like that, if you do this from the heart, really, really what you want is that whatever message comes through, that is the right message. 
that is accurate. That is going to help the other person getting the message. That is not going to harm the uh, um, this person. You know, listen to your message. That that's really is is, is all that is. You know, that's that's the only reason why I want I want to to you know the readings to be accurate because I, I don't you know I, I want I want them to be the right thing the right message that this person needs to to hear to listen to at this moment in time that's going to help this person to move forward and you want to be accurate in that you don't want to keep past any misinformation that really that really to me and I'm sure it's for you that is is the fear that's what it is there's a certain degree of responsibility yeah, responsibility and the possibility of uh, ridicule. Oh, well, we're talking about coming out of the spiritual closet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, something funny happened, happened, has been actually happening for the last for the last two weeks. Um, parallel to this tarot reading, um, there's this other, I've also discussed with Cornelius about this, this ability to to place the hands like that I call healing hands. Again, this is something that I've sort of known all my life. But yeah, well, that's a funny thing. I don't know. Do I really have a... But then again, thank, thank to all these talks with Cornelius, you know, you allow yourself to, oh yeah, actually, I think I, think I can do that. So I've been, I've been, the last two weeks, at least four people, four situations have, again, I've not been looking for that. But I've been placed in a situation where someone has come my way with some kind of injury or something that have given me the opportunity to present myself as type of a healer by the hand. And then you get like this feeling of, do, can I really do that? Um, but, um, my feeling right now, I, I need to tell this person that I, I could actually could heal what they have. But can I really? Um, am, I really am, I, am I really confident enough to, to present myself as a type of healer that I've, I've got a certain power in my hands? What are they going to think about me? Am I ready? Am I ready to come out of this this closet? So I went to the. But what I, happens when it, when it doesn't work? Well, again, I mean, we talk about responsibility. You know, you can, you know, when you're passing a certain a certain message, there's a certain degree of responsibility. Now, if we're talking about physically healing someone, that that responsibility even doubles. But even more, the ridicule. Imagine that you present yourself. You know, I'm, I'm. You know, let me, let me place my hands. Let me, let me pass you some energy. Some not really having even a method yourself. So again, again, there's a lot of resistance from me to myself. Like, can I really do that? I don't even know where to start. But I, but then, then there's annoying. I can do that. Your, your my hands start going mental and vibrating. So I know there's something there waiting to be released. But then again, it's like, oh, do I? Imagine if this person, of course, certain resistance and says, I did not feel anything. You are full of shit. <laughs> then it's even worse. Again, then it's not even that responsibility about what you're going to do, how it's going to affect this person. 
in a positive or a negative way is it's also your image am i ready am i ready to allow someone to think that i'm going bananas and i'm full of shit and look at this joaquin you know joaquin this guy you know the spanish teacher come on he came to the day and came to me like oh, i'm gonna heal you i'm gonna be god he's nuts he's gone nuts now, am i really am i really to put myself into that situation well then the, you come to a point where you have to jump off the cliff and say yeah what well, you know let's come out out of the spiritual closet whenever the time is right and this happened this happened a couple of weeks ago i went i, I, I took my dog to the to the dog headdress <laughs> and uh and this woman was there and uh trimming trimming my dog said we were just talking and this and that and 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 she came um and just said look um next appointment i will most probably have to cancel because I, i've got this problem in my hand and i will i know she was you know talking like this i know that i'm going to be needing an operation because i've got this blah 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 in exactly that moment i knew and i cannot explain there's no rational explanation other than me feeling confident and cheeky about these abilities developing. Like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. So I just opened my mouth and as if my mouth was sort of <laughs> letting words come out while my mind is saying, are you really saying that? Are <laughs> you really doing that? So I came uh, and I told to this woman, look, look, I can, I, I can heal you. <laughs> She just look at me, say, sorry. Say, look, I, I've got this ability. Uh, I can heal this. And I was now looking for my what shit. How should I present this? I'm, I have some kind of energy healing abilities. And say, oh, yeah, I can. It's, it's nothing. I just, I just, I just would place my hands on you. And there was this silence, awkward silence. And she looked at me like, oh, shit, this is not happening. And she went like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, I believe in this holistic type of things. And totally ignore, totally ignore me. Like, she was not going to take it. And then I felt like I need to offer that. Because right now, for whatever reason, I have this knowing that if I place my hands on your hands, don't ask me why, I may be able to fix something so that you don't have to go through surgery. And uh, so I came out of the spiritual closet in a, so I put myself out and I present myself for the first time ever as a person with a certain type of abilities. So for me, it was already like quite, oh, actually it's, I'm, I feel good about this. She totally ignored that. And I said, look, if you want, when you finish with my talk, if you want, it will only take five minutes. She totally ignored that, did not take it on, kept on talking about something else. And that's it. So I didn't do it. But I came out of this place thinking, have I really done that? Have I really presented myself? I presented myself as a, as a healer by the hand. Okay. Next day. It's not even 24 hours. Next day, come a friend of my daughter to my house with a thumb, you know, like all bandaged. No, oh, this thing happened and my finger and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I went like, oh, this is happening. Now, all this situation, I'm going to keep on coming my way. So I just have to 
go and keep on okay so how to explain a teenager like you know can i can i place can i grab can i grab your phone man I'm gonna... and anyway i i that's also my daughter's friend you know so again i'm putting myself out there you know in a situation where this this friend may say you know you know kyla's dad is nuts you know he came to me saying he's gonna i don't know you know this is all this kind of am i really doing this again such a uh offered that in a very mild way again it was rejected no attention obviously this girl were like no but that was the second time that i presented myself and i offered that now there is a third occasion and now my brain these days does not work very well i know there is a third occasion and right now i cannot even remember when that was or who, who i do that with and now the four occasion, this is a big one because this is the four occasion that um, I have offered that and has been accepted and I still have not done it. And this is a, a person who had a, after um, an accident, a really, 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 really uh, bad spinal injury. Now this person is so desperate with conventional medicine, spine full of screws and plates and stuff. Does he has accepted taking take that on a straight away? I still have not done it, but it will be the first time that I'm then going to actually really go to someone, someone else's with a with a real serious injury. And I'm just gonna say, look, you know, I don't even know what I'm doing. Obviously, I'm not gonna tell her that, but <laughs> I need to, I need, I need her to feel confident that whatever that I know what I'm doing. But, you know, I'll, I'll see myself placing my hands and see and see, see what's happening. If you have done, if you've done this, you will need to come back to the, the podcast and tell us all about it. And tell us, yes. How do you feel when you get rejected? I mean, not, nothing at all. It, it was not about the rejection. That's the cool thing. The situation was put in front of me to allow me to present myself. As someone with that ability so so i felt i felt it was about that it was about me allowing myself to believe that yeah you know what i have this knowing i know i could do that and so it is it was it wasn't about the reaction it was about me allowing myself to present myself as a healer believing in this magic happening every day That's how I took it. So I, I, I did not feel uh, rejected or, or uh, you know, did not affect my, um, the, the trust that I may have in, in this thing. It was more like a reassurance, like I am feeling this right now. I have this knowing and I'm going to let it out. If it's not accepted, that doesn't even play a role because, uh, you know, the important thing is that I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing this. I'm actually opening my mouth and telling a person in my environment who have an um, image of me as a certain type of person, a role in society, coming out of the spiritual closet, let's say, and, and, and saying, you know what, by the way, by the way, I, I, I could heal you. That was, that was the, there was actually a kind of um, empowering feeling, like, oh, I've really done it. I'm, I'm, I'm really 
going to for now i'm just going going out in the world and as soon as i see someone with with some kind of whatever ailment i'm going to start just putting my hands on these people what can go wrong nothing if, if the intention again the intention is is loving and good what do i have to lose that people around me start thinking oh you know you know this guy up the up the road <laughs> you know I, th I thought he was a teacher well i thought no well no you know he comes out like well he's the crazy guy yes the crazy guy but you know isn't this what we're looking for at the end of the day isn't this part of the process I, I I was I always feel I, I had similar situations where something was presented to me and gave me the opportunity to help, and when I feel the rejection of other people, that they deny the offer of help, it hurts me. For me, it was very hurtful in the past. So whenever I offered my help and People said, no, thank you very much. It just hurt me because I couldn't understand why. Why do you prolong suffering and don't do anything about it if you have the opportunity to do so? How, how I read that is, is because, because really, really there is a certain degree of, of validation that you're needing from this other person. So you have to go through your own emotions. And, and it's not about this other person rejecting you. It's about you healing your own, your own self as is still injured. You were actually expecting this person to accept your help so that you could feel better by healing this person. And uh, you take personal that rejection. And now how do we filter that by saying, I cannot understand why people are, why, why are people not ready to heal themselves? Well, people are not ready to heal themselves because they are not ready. The message is when you make that personal, a personal thing, this is what you have to look into that. It's not about the other person healing, accepting or rejecting. It's if that is making you feel bad about yourself, there is something that's something that you're projecting from your own self. So it's, it's a certain degree of, of, of validation of you. You wanted to feel good by helping people, by believing in yourself. That's, that's all, that's all it is. In my, in my humble interpretation. So we, we, we project our own crap nonstop, nonstop. Yes. Absolutely. Non-stop. Non-stop. Why are you not loving me? Why are you not accepting my help? Yeah. You unthankful little thing. You know, you're making me feel shit and all I want is help you. When you start feeling like that, those are, you know, get the alarm signals. You know, there's nothing to do with this other person. There's an emotion within you that needs to be addressed. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. And we do that all the time with our partners, with our bosses, with our, you know, we do that all the time. And it hurts. It hurts really, really bad. Really bad. That has happened to me all my life, you know, a certain, a certain syndrome of, of, of wanting to be a hero. 
wow you know yeah want to be a hero i want everyone to think amazing things and talk amazingly about me and how nice i am and how blah 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 and then when that doesn't happen i feel so rejected so frustrated and you you, you fall into this self-pity all i'm doing is trying to help people all i'm doing is trying to blah 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 and then they reject me and uh that's got absolutely nothing to do with the other people. It's, 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 it's our own personal emotions waiting there, coming out, waiting to be addressed, dealt with, and healed. Why do you have the need to, to feel a hero? Why do you have the need to, you know, that every, everyone talks nicely about you? It's not so much about being a hero. For me, it's just I don't want. It's it's the same thing thing over over and over again. I want to be in a loving environment. I don't want to live in an environment that's constantly stressful and all this arguing and oh, all the stress from people putting all kinds of shit onto each other. And all the pain that people are going through, people identifying with their illness, especially when when you talk to older people, they identify themselves so much with their illness. It's just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't want to, don't want to live in in such a world anymore. And I want to have the feeling that I can do something about it. I need the validation that I can definitely do something about it. Otherwise, what's the point of being here? In my understanding, is is the is the is the is the direction of this this transformation of the environment. You can transform the environment from within to you outwards but that transformation has to have taken place first now when you feel rejection when you offer help and and, and uh, people identify themselves with their own illnesses and that is bothering you what happens is again in my understanding is that you're trying to get this transformation on the environment from the environment towards you that is exactly the opposite direction. That you cannot do. Because you are effectively trying to change other people's decisions. You're trying to change other people's environments. But that transformation, you don't have that power. Because you are basically the origin of the transformation is from the outwards. And you're trying to bring that towards you. The only way you can handle that is the opposite, the, the exactly the opposite direction from within you outwards. So by not having the need to change the environment and just basically acting by example, changing your vibration, feeling you good with yourselves, that will provoke a certain change in, in the other person's intentions. But you have to first address that from within. 
If you don't do that, then you will be, you know, from the outwards, from the other people, from the environment, try to bring them to your own. That brings a lot of suffering. But again, that's the tricky thing, you know, because when we're healing ourselves, you know, that's, that's the difficult thing to change within, to really believe, to really don't have this need of, you know, we put ourselves there in, you know, we, we, we try to find all these excuses like all I want is to everybody be happy and all I've been doing is just be nice to everyone. But people all my life have been ignoring me and rejecting me. Oh God, you know, and blah. We all do that. We all have been doing that. All that we 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 have come to a certain point in our lives that you know we don't we don't agree with what's around us. We all go through this self-pity, not understanding, you know, I want I want to change the world. But again, we try to change the environment first. We 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 try to change the outward, our surroundings, and try to bring them to us, to our way of understanding. And that brings suffering. And it has to be the absolute, the other way around, from within you, leading by example, you are projecting that energy outwards. And then, and then that people will be open to that change. You, you will see that when you, when you raise up your vibrations and you change your, your, your attitude, there's nothing else you have to do. You see your environment changing. You see your family changing. You see the people that are in contact with you suddenly being in a good mood, everything going into flow, people coming in and out of your life on its own, people that bother you all your life suddenly, for whatever reason, they stop calling you. Oh, fuck it. You don't even need to make the effort to get, you know, get rid of these people. They by themselves cannot stand you vibrating at a certain level. They sort of escape and go out. And people, you know, like-minded people who are supposed to be there suddenly start getting closer to you. New people start coming. But we all, I think we all make that mistake. I've done it. I've done it all my life. And I've been, I've been, I've been, you know, like a self-pity machine all my life. All my life. It's a very comfortable place. It's a very comfortable place. Oh, you know, I've always wanted to, I know all I want is people to be happy, but you know, they keep on, you know, taking the peace out of me, you know, taking advantage and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, we, we, we think, oh, we, I mean, I'm a good person. I'm a good person, but people treat me like shit. Oh, shit, I'm suffering. I'm, I'm suffering, but oh, okay. It, you know, it's, it's warm, it's cozy, it's comfortable. It doesn't bring you happiness anyway brings you enough validation at that moment as, as long as you keep on thinking that you are a good person and your intentions are good then you're you're okay but when for whatever reason that is not enough and you start doubting your intention or doubting yourself then it's when you go downhill because not even self-pity is good enough is warm enough or cozy enough then you go downhill like shit, I am shit. I'm, I'm actually, I, I've thought my life, I do this out of interest, but really I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm not good. I'm a piece of shit, you know? Uh, anyway, and now I'm going to go down back in my life and, oh, you know, I, I mean, actually I did this. In 1985, I did this. In 1992, I did this. And da, 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 da. I tweeted, oh God, blah, 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 blah. And then, 
I mean, we, I, I don't know, I've, I've 100% I've definitely have done that. And, and, and I think that many, many people have done something, if not the same, at least very, very similar. How did you get out of it? Well, basically, you are leading by example. You are being an inspiration to me right now, just doing what you are doing. You have identified your, a certain passion. You're putting your abilities on an intellectual level and at an emotional level, um, doing what you're doing, being who you are, allowing yourself to put to to come out of the spiritual closet again um, by being vulnerable and 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 doing what you are right now by 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 talking to me and talking in front of that microphone and doing your podcast. You are basically projecting from within outwards. You're just leading by example, and that will have an impact. It's having an impact on people. It's having an impact on me. So that person whom you offer help maybe a year ago and totally rejected you, maybe by now you have not even offered that anymore. But just by leading by example, this person may now listen to one of your podcasts and feel absolutely, utterly inspired. And that will be the trigger that will change her life or his life. For some reason, I had that, that this person you were talking about was a woman. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I didn't have anyone specific in mind. Well, so you, you are already doing it. You, that's exactly what you're doing right now. It's exactly. It's, it's, it's projecting from you, from inside you, from your house. You're projecting outwards. That is a crazy thing. I hear this all the time. People tell me this all the time. You're already doing it. You're already doing it. Why do I? Why don't I feel it this way? I guess it's a matter of time, little grasshopper. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, as a good grasshopper, you're a jumpy little thing, and you're gonna be jumping up and down, up and down, up and down for a little while, going through the grass. Well, the grass gets shorter and shorter and you don't need to jump anymore. It's just a matter of time. Well, thank you very much for this insight. There's a lot of things that I have to contemplate. Thank you again for the reading. Mm, as you know, any time. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you again, Penny for the opportunity uh, that has been for me inspiring, healing and amazing experience and again we didn't stop because all of a sudden we had Brendan on the line and this now gets really interesting so Please enjoy. Hey guys. Hi. How you doing, Brendan? Hi, Brendan. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you guys? We are pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Hey, oh, you're in the cave. There you go. The man in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I just took a $3,000 juice, kind of. So that's cool. 
boy, I have a funny story for the both of you guys. I'm not sure uh, if if we can frame it in the form of a question for the terror, because it kind of doesn't matter at this point. But here's what happened yesterday, or the 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 first of the month. So today's the third. Two days ago, I was uh, I was just this is just right after we got out of the meditation my 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 the owner of this restaurant was like hey can we get coffee or whatever she showed up at my house and uh anyway she essentially gave me an envelope full of money that would like cover all the stuff that was going on it was like uh whenever i framed it like a donation base for this mishap and it was it was a good donation mm-hmm. so i was like oh dang well awesome now i can just go take my trip it'll pay for the rent while I'm gone. I can keep the place. I'm like, perfect. Well, thank you for providing consciousness. Like I didn't give anyone my notice or anything. So then I talked to my landlord and he's like, yeah, we need you out. Like we need our mom to come live here. And I was like, oh, so it's the weirdest thing where it's like, you know, here, here's the financial uh, way through this. But at the same time, like, but no, you're still got to give up your place. Isn't that interesting? It's like, amazing. What the fuck is that? No, is like, that, yeah, what is it? Wonderful. That's a, that's a wonderful oh, totally. thing. That's a wonderful thing. Like you've been, you've yeah, been yeah. basically basing all the, you know, all your decision about, you know, going into this little adventure of yours that you're going to, you know, basically the, the, the only thing that was sort of retaining you there was this, this, this attachment to your things in this specific place. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you actually have allowed yourself to get rid of that attachment, Basically, you realize that had you not done that, it would have been useless because one way or the other, you would have been getting rid or get rid of this place anyway. It is, it is amazing. Uh, I didn't, you know what? I did not look at it that way at all. Oh, my God. How did I miss that? That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't see it. I saw it like, like yeah, I did not look at it that way I, at all. It, it is a gift. It is a present given, given to you by consciousness. Like, don't you see? Don't you see? That have you, have you, don't you see? Have, have you not? So well done because you've done the right thing. At the same time, at the same time, we're giving you even money to finance whatever is coming. And you, you're not going to be putting in this place because anyway, you were going to be let go of this place. So, none of your intentions played any role in this that's funny wow and also it's telling you it's telling you it's not about the money totally Correct. yeah yeah yes. no that's so fun I, that's it was so weird because like immediately <laughs> i was like oh cool we don't have to do anything and i was like well i want to make sure i'm not missing the point here you know attachment to stuff like you know whatever and then within that same day it was like yeah here's the deal bro and I'm like, huh, well, all right, I guess I'll be out by this time. Like, I, he didn't know I'd been kind of planning on that until the money came anyway. So, yeah, it was basically like everything's in flow. And it's like, totally. So it's, it's, it, it, it's bittersweet because I was like, sweet, I don't have to do all this labor to get all rid of all this stuff. But I was willing to do it. And now it's like, well, here's, here's some money. And you absolutely are going to do it anyway. And, uh, you're ready to do it because you were going to do it. So I'm glad you're willing. And this is one of those times. It's like most of the time willingness, whenever it shows up for me, it's just, it's just checking. It's just checking and be like, are you, no, no, you don't have to, but are you willing to, 
but this time you're like, no, no, <laughs> I'm glad you're willing. Yeah, you're going to need to go ahead and book some time out because you got a lot of shit to move, you know. Uh, it's funny. We were talking the other day about, about you know, how consciousness will, will challenge you all the time to test your resolution <laughs> to, to commit to that. Um, God, this is such a present because did you realize, imagine how do you postpone that decision based on this property? Right. Right. The amount of frustration that you'd be on now, like, oh, God, you know. So basically it's been shown to you, like, you see, Brandon, do you see? Do you just have to follow? Right. Don't you see? Don't you? It's I, absolutely... I love, I love that. And I, I, I'm sure I would have eventually, eventually seen it that way. So that's why I'm glad I have you guys in my life to bounce this shit off of. Cause I totally missed that. I thought it was, I was just like, that's so weird. Like, why are you giving me the ability to do this consciousness? But then you're just like, but you got to go. Like it's part of it. I was like, Oh, okay. And that's what I mean. I'm pretty dense about certain things. Like I totally missed that. I didn't even see that. I was like, okay, well, thanks for the cash. Uh... <laughs> oh, you know what? We were talking, uh, Bernie and I were talking about synchronicities and how they work and blah, 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 blah today. And then you come with this amazing example of how things work. As, as soon as you let go, you are shown that by not having let go, it would have made absolutely no difference. You would be anyway out of that place at the same time within a few hours you are now given extra money to finance your new adventure it's like a blessing it is a blessing to say well done well done brandon you now move on go with your with our blessings and do not worry about the money because it will be provided that's exactly what had what just happened And I'll tell you what, man, hopefully I can remember that moving forward because I shit you not, the amount of worry that I spent on this energy alone, financially, if you had, could convert the worry into money and how much that would cost, thousands of dollars, like I would have paid to not have that worry, you know, to like just circumvent that and deal with that energy. And it was all my doing, like it was all me tapping into my ego and being like, this is real. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? not trusting anything. And so, and it. of course, it's going to so, happen. How many more times in my lifetime? A million more. So yeah. maybe I can deep yeah. breathe into this and be like, all right, well, do you trust or don't you? Like, Brandon, this is, this is so amazing. Im im imagine, imagine, have you not been, um, been informed about that? Anyway, you have to leave the property. So you, you're giving this money, you put this money to pay, The, this rent for this place for two months you you basically spend the money on that you go into the journey and when you come back thinking i've done the right thing i kept my attachment to this physical space and then on that day that you come in your landlord come around and say by the way you're out anyway <laughs> you fuck right off there sugar yeah? cancer face Uh, you yeah. see yeah I'm so now, so now what, just, what just happened to you has been just a blessing basically it's like it's like someone came to you and said okay you've got my blessing my blessing and an envelope with some cash now get the hell out Go. into your adventure because that's exactly what you are supposed to be doing and because you made the decision and you you know allow the flow we're gonna give you this present your landlord is gonna 
detached you from that attachment that you have for the property. You don't even have to make the effort. At the same time, we're giving you money as a you know right. way to support you financially so that you know that you don't have to worry about the money because money will come your way. Right. This is money That's coming so from an employer who, do, who you, you just resigned two, three days ago who may actually have gone the opposite way and said, oh, you... You know, if you just resign. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not going to give you any extra money, and just come to your house, right? To your house, out your door, to, house. to give yeah. you money on an envelope as a donation. I mean, imagine that you were right there in the presence of God, telling you, Brandon, well done, mate, well done. By the way, you don't know yet, but tomorrow your landlord is going to come run to you. See those attachments on yours. Uh, yes, yeah, like the last day, literally hours before I'm about to tell my landlord, like, I got to go, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's why I was like, oh, well, sweet. It provided. And it was like, yeah, we did provide, but you got to go still. That's amazing. Totally you know, amazing. You, you know what's going to happen? Because now it's your landlord, the one who wants to get rid of you. Is He's going to facilitate anything that you may need in order to, to facilitate you living. Or maybe it will give you an, an, an a storage opportunity. You just he have did. to ask. Yeah, yeah you, he, he did. did. So you yeah. also, you know, the other thing is that what am I going to put yeah. my storage in? So he offered you a storage opportunity. Yeah, he's uh, like, you can leave your car here till you get back and you can leave your, oh my don't worry God. about your mail. Yeah, it's, How, offered, it's all done. It's well, crazy. Uh, well, this stage, I can, can I say congratulations, Brandon, because this is such an example of you letting go how things yeah, work out man. like within hours so you solve your your attachment thing with the property you solve your storage uh situation with your stuff and someone uh, someone else knock on your door with an envelope full of cash yeah i mean come on yeah I mean, come you, on man you, pull your head you, out of your ass you cannot <laughs> uh you can't make that up can you Jesus, man. No, that's, that's, that's absolutely profoundly weight. Uh, yeah. And so if I can just translate that into current worries of like, Hey man, what more do you need here? You're on the right path. Like it's just, you know, it's this ego, this, this, this past trauma is so powerful because it's just, it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, just give up looking at that. Just give up looking at that. Get super grateful, whatever we're doing. I mean, what we're doing, what I'm doing with this group and everything, like that's why this happened. The even ability for me to say, here's, you know, you guys owe me this money. You know what? Just give me what you think as a donation. That's not who the fuck I've been my whole life. You know, it's like knowing they might not give you jack shit. And I thought they weren't going to. I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> and then they gave me, you know, more than that. I was like, huh. So yeah, uh, consciousness loves to challenge and test. And man, I swear to you, maybe that's the support group we should we should uh, we should aspire to to open. Is like, uh, are you trusting or not? <laughs> are you in, are you congruent or not with that? Because when you are, here's what happens. And when you're not, like, I need this apartment. It's all I've got, and it's who I am. And oh man, know, I see, I like, see so many so many. When when this 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 person came around your your house with the money was that last night was it yesterday that was the day before yesterday it was the Literally, day before right. so the so, day before so so, so the money the meditation i yeah. closed the laptop she yeah. pulled in and handed it to me good 
Okay, so she gave you the money before, for some reason, this expensive blender just broke down, which <laughs> might, that might have stopped her from that goodwill of coming with some money to you because shit, now this blender is gone. Well, the money, the money's in your hands. That, it, no, that's totally. going to be, that's going to be her challenge now. Now that's her right. challenge to test her real intention to do the right thing with you, regardless that right. this blender went. So again, that's, that there, it's got nothing to do with you. That's a challenge totally. for yeah. her. It was Brandon, I, I, I don't really think I need to, I need to draw the cards for you. I mean, that was so clear. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just pull one, you know, to buy. I mean, <laughs> you just got, I mean, it looks like an, uh, just a massive blessing, blessing, let go, let go blessing to your journey. Like you are, you're on the right path, hundred percent. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you're letting go of the massive burden. That's what you're doing. Yeah, that's funny. What's this card? That's what's going. That's the ten of ones. That's the ten of ones. Yeah, that the, the, actually this this is the card that. Um, um, oh my God, this is the card that Cornelius mentioned two days ago after the meditation, which is probably the day that this woman came, came around to give you the money that he said, yeah, I didn't oh, stick around for that. Oh, this card. Okay. Well, Cornelius talked about this card and then he, he addressed me now, oh, Joaquin will know what this means because they were addressing about. I cannot remember, but I'm sure it's, it's, it's connected to, to all this happening. He was, he was talking yeah. about this card, and it's actually the card that just came down. It's a, it's a, it's a burden. It's a, yes, a massive burden coming out of your back. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and then, you know, just another little happenstance of fortuitiveness. I have a friend who's leaving the island June 6th, was about the time I get back. Uh, and I and he's gone for a month, and I can stay at his place for fucking free. So, when you know if I will be yeah, when you're when back. I get back, yeah, when I'm back, yeah. So that was like to have that backup, and I, I I might be longer than a month to be honest. Who knows? Maybe that's part of it. But oh, um, I don't know. But that's, that's because you only bought a one-way ticket. I did buy a one-way ticket, but uh, I will buy... My plan is to buy another one as soon as I get there. Uh, see the timeline, because it's still a month out. It should be about the same price. And uh, and yeah, be be back by June 6th, I think, is a good, a good thing to save the job. And then I have a place to stay for a month and uh, a place to... I don't know. That's part of it. What I'm trying to do is not control it. Yep. it was so hard for me just kind of yeah. let it unfold and it happens like i'm not moving to fucking new mexico like by any means i'm coming back to this, my home but uh i also need to comprehend and learn what i'm being taught so maybe that's a little longer maybe i gotta come back a couple times i don't know we'll see i just, i love the idea of brandon not being able or being able to just not tr try to control every fucking aspect of everything like i do a lot of the times, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I'll trust and allow, but let's do absolutely everything possible that I can possibly do first. 
and, you know, hedge my bets. So, you know, rather than just like do an action with the intention, but then be unattached to that, which I think is what all the major teachings say. Mm. Um, well, Brandon, I've got another cards here. And basically it's um, you letting go of this financial sort of holding on to this financial stability, jumping into the unknown. Then I've got the magician, the victory card, and the knight of wands, which basically is like, yeah, very quickly. Let go, let go, let go and, uh, and manifest your, yeah. It's going to happen. Just let go. Let go, baby girl. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm I'm super super grateful. I got to share that with you, and thank you so much for uh, having that insight. Because I I don't, yeah, I was I thought that was such a puzzle to my brain. I was like, wait a second, you're provided, and then this happens, and I was like, oh, you're growing either way. It's like, yeah, you're done with this. Here's some money for your trip. Have a great time. Like, you know. Boy, that, that, that's a reason why why Bernie why Bernie thought, okay, you know, let's why don't we get Brandon into the call right now? Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Guy, uh, well, I, congratulations, Brandon. Um, uh, Bernie, I'm is is three. We've been how many hours have we been now talking? Oh, we could. I still have some space left. We can go on. <laughs> <laughs> I will eventually I will eventually have to go pee, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna get my ass back to work. Uh thank you so much, you guys. Uh I genuinely love the shit out of both of you. And I will uh see you in the meditation if not sooner or later. Okay, mate. Take care. Thank you very much, my friend. Bye, brothers. See Bye you later. You. Take care. Bye. Okay, so going back to we were talking about synchronicities and how magic happens and how things develop. And then, and then, and then we have this amazing example by Brandon. You, you cannot make that up, can you? No, you can't make this up. It's just beautiful. Um, Absolutely beautiful. Well, no words. No words. Well, I guess. The third time is a charm. Let's end this episode. Let's end this episode. Spirits <laughs> of the light shine bright. Remind me who I am. Love is all I am. Leaning on the truth Coming from above Share with me my cup Be my friend on the path